Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God which engages us is the Old Testament lesson today, especially Jeremiah 1 verse 4, where God says to Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Thus far the text. Dear friends in Christ, Jeremiah did not want to serve as a prophet. Jeremiah objected to serving as a prophet. Jeremiah told God he was too young to serve as a prophet. But God appointed him a prophet nonetheless. And God said to Jeremiah to reassure him, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. In other words, before Jeremiah was conceived, God knew him. And God knew all about him. Secondly, God told Jeremiah, before you were born, I consecrated you, meaning I set you apart for my holy use, for my holy service. And before Jeremiah was even born, God assigned work for him to do. Namely, he appointed him to be a prophet to the nations. So not only did God form Jeremiah in his mother's womb, but he did so with a specific mission, specific work for Jeremiah to accomplish on behalf of God, namely to be God's spokesman at a time that was very critical in the history of God's people. And God did this knowing the suffering that Jeremiah would incur as a result of that word of truth that God would send him to proclaim. God knew that Jeremiah would be persecuted, jailed, and nearly killed by the very people who should have been protecting him. God knew that Jeremiah was going to have a hard life. And yet still, he formed him in his mother's womb and set him apart for his holy use. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Those words apply not only to the prophet Jeremiah, but to our Savior Jesus Christ as well. For before he was born, the Father knew him full well. And before he was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, the Father had set him apart for holy work, for his holy mission. And indeed, just like Jeremiah, Christ would face incredible opposition as a result of the word of truth that he would proclaim. God knew how the so-called religious leaders of the day would be scheming as to how to put Christ to death and that they would eventually succeed. God knew how Christ would be persecuted, flogged, and eventually crucified. But God also knew that the death of his beloved son, Jesus Christ, was his plan so that we would not have to spend eternity apart from his presence in hell. God knew that on the cross, Jesus would take our sin, our guilt, and our death upon himself and would give us life 
in return. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Those words apply not only to Jeremiah, not only to Jesus, but to us as well. Before God formed us in the womb, he knew us. He knew us, first of all, to be sinners who would be coming into a sin-contaminated world. We couldn't help God if he wanted to give up on all of us, wash his hands of humanity, scrap the world which he created so beautifully, and we messed up so badly. But thanks be to God, he didn't abort us. Instead, he adopted us, adopted us to be his children. And before he formed us in the womb, he knew exactly how he would adopt us to be his children. He knew that for many of us here today, he would adopt us through the water and word of the, baptiz of the holy baptism right there at that font. And for others of us, he knew that he would adopt us as someone would tell us the good news that our sins are forgiven and we have everlasting life by God's grace through faith in Jesus Christ and that the Holy Spirit would work through that proclaimed word to call us to faith in Jesus Christ. Most of us here probably cannot remember the point in time when God adopted us to be his children, but that doesn't matter. God knows. God knows the means and the time that he worked to give us life, abundant and eternal life. This weekend, as we celebrate Sanctity of Life weekend, we give thanks to God, first of all, for the gift of physical life that he has given us here, a physical life that we enjoy, especially with our brothers and sisters in Christ, in spite of the sin that occurs around us. But we thank him chiefly this weekend for the new birth, for the birth of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit that he has granted to all of us. And so we look today and focus and celebrate with the 29 people listed in our bulletin who were baptized here at St. Paul's in 2021. They're listed in the bulletin as you probably noticed. That list of 29 people in the bulletin gives us as a congregation an opportunity to pause and to see all that God has accomplished during this past year here at St. Paul's. It is his work, it is not ours. And we give thanks and praise to him this day that those 29 people listed in the bulletin have received the same blessings that we have received through water and word in baptism, namely that their sins have been washed away, they have been claimed by God as his children, and they have been made heirs of everlasting life. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And just as God consecrated Jeremiah and Christ, giving them specific missions, specific work to do, so he has consecrated each and every one of us. Set us apart for his holy use, wanting to work through us daily in our lives. For example, working through us 
in the various vocations, callings, that he has given us in life. Vocations such as parents, husband and wife, children, brother and sister, or perhaps the vocation he has given us in our workplace, where we let the light and the love of Christ shine through us. Or perhaps for some of us here, the vocation he has given us as a student in school, where we love one another as he has loved us. And certainly, through the vocation he has given us, the calling he has given us here at St. Paul's to serve us and those around us and to serve him and to serve those outside of our faith family as well. He hasn't called and appointed you to be a prophet to the nations, but perhaps you could serve as an usher or a greeter or a Sunday school teacher or you sing in the choir. We still have available the materials that we utilized on Sunday, November 14, Servanthood Sunday. You'll recall the four-sided pages that list with a short description each of the many, many ways you can serve here at St. Paul's. And then that one-page sheet where you can put your name down and indicate the area or areas in which you would like to serve. These forms, along with a box to submit the form, are still available over in the East Lobby on the display shelf there, and I invite you to take advantage of them. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Those words apply not only to Jeremiah, not only to Christ, not only to us, but to every child who has ever been conceived, to every child whom God has formed in the womb. And unfortunately, 39 years ago last Saturday, on January 22, 1973, our United States Supreme Court ruled that an unborn child is not a person in the whole sense. Not a person in the whole sense. And since that day, while abortion has been legal in our country, it is certainly opposed to the will and desire of God. And unfortunately, we are far from the first society to have such a disregard for human life. For back in Jesus' day and for many years after, it was actually legal for a Roman father who didn't want his newborn child to dispose of that child by taking that child outside the city walls and leaving it on the trash heap, dying of exposure. How barbaric but not all of those infants died. Do you know why? Christians came under the cover of dark and rescued many of those babies and cared for them. Those Christians, those early Christians, knew what it was like to be adopted when they were facing death. We as Christians today know what it is like to be adopted as we were facing death. God indeed has rescued us from the trash heap of sin and death and has done so much more than merely care for us. With admiration, 
for those early Christians who would not simply sit by and watch all of those infants die, so also we today do not merely sit by while more than 600,000 unborn babies are killed in this country each and every year. First of all, we can pray individually and collectively as we will in just a few minutes. Pray that women and couples will choose life, will allow their unborn baby to be born, to live, to be baptized, and to spend eternity in the presence of God. That most certainly is the will and the desire of God. And then, on the first Sunday in October each year, we join together with our Roman Catholic friends here in De Pere and in Kirkwood and form a life chain down both sides of Manchester Road, starting here at Ballas and extending eastward on both sides of Manchester. And our fourth grade class in our school each and every year constructs signs for us to hold as we're standing out there, positive, Christ-centered signs. And from 1 until 2 o'clock on that first Sunday in October, together with our friends, we form a silent but very powerful witness that all life is a gift from God and is precious in his sight. I invite you to participate with us this coming October. Perhaps others of you will want to get even further involved by supporting or even joining Lutherans for Life. There is an insert in your bulletin today for Lutherans for Life. Or perhaps you will want to support a group like Lutheran Family and Children's Services who facilitates and encourages adoption. And there's also a display table in the West Narthex or West Lobby as you leave today with additional information for you. But today, we consider that those words spoken to Jeremiah are applicable also to Jesus, to us, and to all children ever conceived. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Amen. <clears throat> now may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard our hearts and our minds in this one true faith unto life everlasting. Amen.